These Black Friday deals are to die for. Today on Podcast Magoria. episode of Podcast Magoria. I'm James. And I'm Autumn. <laughs> and today, dear listeners, my little turkeys, gobble gobble, gobble. gobble. <laughs> <laughs> we are discussing our Thanksgiving movie, Black Friday. Yep, because we <laughs> always have to celebrate the holidays around here yes. at Podcast Magoria. And, you know, I just never thought about doing a special for Thanksgiving about Black Friday. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like, Black Friday is scary enough without um, all the other additional shit that ends up happening in this movie. Yeah, I will say I thought I was going to get PTSD. Uh-huh. <laughs> episodes from this movie yeah. of having to work uh, Black Fridays and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like it wasn't necessarily cathartic, but no. it wasn't also uh, bringing back the trauma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, 2021 horror classic featuring the legend himself, Bruce Campbell. Also, Devin Sawa? Yeah. I watched the whole damn movie and didn't realize that that was him. I kn- oh. I know that he... Does not look like he did when he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen pictures of him. Yeah. But for some reason, it did not click in my head that that man on the screen, that <laughs> gruff, yeah, rugged looking man mm-hmm. on the screen is little teen heartthrob, <laughs> Devin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we all get older. Well, he's still hot, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, in just in a different way. Yeah. yeah kind of like Bruce Campbell is cuddly in this movie yeah he's so oh my god (laughs) if you watch it for any reason watch it for how bruce campbell looks he's so (laughs) cute yeah i remember seeing the trailer for this movie and uh initially whenever he popped up on the screen i was just like bruce campbell with a mustache Uh uh-huh that's weird but it oddly works. <laughs> of course it does. Anything <laughs> works for him. Yeah, uh, I, I I remember when this came out because, you know, it came out in 2021. And so we we're still in like the middle of pandemic. Yeah. And I was just like, oof, <laughs> we're going to have a, you know, what looks to be an in people getting an infectious disease movie taking place, place during Black Friday oh my in the middle gosh. of this. See, I didn't really know much about this movie. Somehow I had missed out on it being a thing yeah. in general. Um, and so, wow, yeah. that I didn't even think about that this came out in 2021 yeah, when yeah. there wasn't really... Well, hopefully there wasn't a lot of Black Friday shopping. No, no. And also, like, I mean, this was probably filmed right before pandemic. Oh, yeah. It had to have been filmed like 2019. Yeah. Because it's obviously in a abandoned Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's enough chitter chatter before the review. Let's gobble it up. (laughs) (laughs) The movie opens on a gentleman preparing a store for Black Friday. Yeah, and it seems as if customers are already trying to bang down the doors. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, he's just like, ah, greedy bastards. And he starts to hang up a uh, a big Black Friday sign and something shoosts through the roof into the store and he goes to check it out. And this feels like the beginning of the blob. It does. But at least in this one, it actually kind of, it's way more gross than the blob. Yeah. It definitely looks like a lot of doo-doo caca, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty gross, like gross looking. and Yeah, and then... It's even grosser because it shoots out this like little like white like tongue that looks like netting yeah. out at this worker and attacks him. Mm-hmm. And when the bosses come around to check on him, he's turned into a monster. Oh no! Title sequence. <laughs> Which oh my god! Uh, mm-hmm. The title sequence, I was get, I was getting, I'm not going to lie, I was getting some Zombie Wars vibes. Yeah. It, it just makes it feel like a made-for-TV movie mm-hmm. with this opening title. But I did learn something very interesting from the opening credits, which was that Patrick Stump does the music for the movie. And I was just like, ah, <laughs> who else could be attached to this project? Right. <laughs> to go further detail into this... Uh opening title sequence like there's just a lot of um stock footage of black friday shoppers but you can't really see it very clearly they have like a filter on it probably still don't have to pay um the news stations that ran the footage (laughs) (laughs) are they still have the shutterstock water that's right (laughs) yeah 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 but no my main complaint was the font choice Mm -hmm. with the background yeah footage i just it was hard to read. No, it, well, it was for me. It didn't fit well, for me. It, well, for me, my issue was the fact that they did first name, normal font, uh, last name, like goopy creature font. Yeah, like metal font. And um, there wasn't metal like... Metal band font. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and there wasn't really a gap between the first and last name. Yeah, so it all looked like one word yeah. almost. Yeah, and, and, and just sometimes the letter, lettering was just kind of like, all right, I guess they don't care about who's in the film. <laughs> After the title sequence, uh, we see a car pull up uh, to a house, and hey, there's that uh, that Devin fella. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I seriously am still shocked. Yeah, after reading that, he's dropping off his kids uh, with the family because he's got to work Black Friday, and the kids are just like, "Ah, oh, gee, Dad, why do you got to work?" He's like, "Well, you know, heroes work on Black Friday." firefighters work on black friday and ambulance workers and police officers uh so you know i'm a hero in a way because i gotta work this retail (laughs) job and make sure people can shop yeah the kids also don't want to be dropped off because apparently the stepdad sucks yeah what a surprise holiday movie pooping on stepdad (laughs) we don't get to see too much of uh the stepdad sucking because it goes right to the next character chris uh, yes. Who's getting ready for his shift? And... Well, and then it turns out that his parents suck too. Yeah. So uh, weird theme for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if uh, the director uh, has a problem with his parents. For real. <laughs> yeah. Ken is giving Chris a ride to work uh, for the shift, and as they're driving along, they're chit chatting about working Black Friday and such. And mm-hmm. as they're stopped, like an ambulance drives by really quick, and Ken makes a quip that it was like, oh, it was probably just some drunk soccer mom that uh, had to get to them deals too fast, you know, <laughs> and just like, you know, poking fun. 
Yeah, they're also kind of upset that another store in the area that's usually open at this time is closed for the night for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and I'm just like, hmm, I wonder if that's the store from the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's what they were hinting at, yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, at the toy store where they work, uh, we see a lot of uh, the other workers uh, preparing for uh, the, the night, as well as the long line of... Holiday shoppers out front. Yeah. I mean, everything seems to be running smoothly. They mm-hmm. almost got everything set up. It's just everybody really doesn't want to be there. Yeah. They all have their reasons on why they shouldn't be there. And we are not going to go through all those reasons because yeah. this movie has a bad case of too many characteritis in the beginning of this film. Sure does. We are introduced to a just a slew of employees, some of which may be named Emmett, Ruth, Brian, Archie, Anita. <laughs> yep, Bircher. Yeah, and Marnie. Yeah, and Marnie. <laughs> so one yeah. of our actual main. Characters. Yeah, yeah, one of our main characters. <laughs> but but yeah, like there's, there's just like a and, and and they're not really great at introducing the characters. You know, thank God they're wearing name badges, and there's such a thing as IMDb uh, as I was mm-hmm. watching along with the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out. Ken and Marnie, they might kind of have a little thing going on. Mm-hmm. You know, she mentions we should get pancakes after work, eh? Yeah, yeah. Chris, and, uh, meanwhile, is in the back washing his hands. And I want to point something out, Autumn. Okay. I thought this was going to play into the film uh, because the fact that, and you thought that this scene was also going to play into the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the reason I was thinking uh, was the fact that in the when you get introduced to Chris, he's running around his house looking for hand sanitizer. Yeah. And then when he gets to uh, work, he's scrubbing down his hands and such. Yeah, he's a germaphobe. Now, while that's going on, we also see Bircher, you know, lick his finger and, and take a, uh, a taste out of uh, the company provided uh, cake. <laughs> and we also see Anita wiping off the employee of the month's like plaque placard placard with looking her thumb and using spit to get the schmutz off and chris going oh my god (laughs) yeah there was a lot of this kind of germaphobe stuff in the air and i was like okay obviously the aliens are probably gonna be defeated with saliva or being washed with soap yeah yeah who knows yeah i was thinking that the disinfectant was going to be the the end of the aliens you were pretty much going more towards like war of the world style where Mm -hmm. a simple common cold was going to take out the aliens yeah spoiler alert neither of us were right yeah this was abandoned (laughs) pretty fucking quick i was so sad yeah they bring it up a little bit like once or twice but it is honestly not important to the character for him to have this germaphobe thing. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't hold him back. Like, even in a much later scene, he hesitates for a second, but... Like, it, it's it's not even enough of a hesitation for it to make sense to his character. Yeah, or for it to be, like, a tense, like, oh, my gosh, he's got to yeah. make a decision. Come on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So... <laughs> Anita ends up giving Chris some shit for not having his shirt completely tucked in and stuff. You know, that classic shift manager bullshit. Yeah, well, I thought that she was a lead or manager even because she was acting like that. But no, she's just... Yeah, just suck up. She's just a suck up. Yeah, That's right. Company tool. (laughs) Um, 
a truck driver ends up asking Ken where the bathroom is and he's just like, oh, you know, down the hall to the left or whatever. You know, he's like, oh, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. And it's like, oh, man, he must have been eating them gas station burritos. Yeah, he definitely (laughs) didn't look like he was feeling very good. Yeah. Meanwhile, Bertrand goes outside for a cigarette and he accidentally lets the door close behind Mm -hmm. him and he can't get back in. Mm, I wonder what happens to Bircher. You oh, know, James. Oh dear. Yep. Unfortunately, I do. Uh, poor Bircher uh, gets uh, snagged by uh, something. A something. A something. Now, all right. I'm gonna go ahead and poke a little bit at the plot in this moment, Autumn. Okay. Because something later on that they end up making a fuss about is how the side entrance was left open. Uh huh. Blaming Bircher for it. Yeah, even though he, the door closed behind he him himself and he out. couldn't get out. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like yelling at the door. Please don't let me go through the entrance with yeah. all these schmucks. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to be sure to point that out in case yeah. I didn't remember later on. Oh, no, there's <laughs> definitely a couple of scenes in this movie that I was like, wait a second. Didn't they just say that they were going to do this, but now they're doing this? What? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that... I, yeah, I, I was wondering if you were going to point that out. I absolutely was going to point that out. <laughs> yeah, so everybody is finishing up, preparing for the night, and this is when they do their team meeting. And uh, the big man himself, Jonathan, Bruce Campbell. Yes. He, he's big boss man. Yep, he's doing his beginning of the night team meeting overhead announcement. Trying to get him hyped. Whoa. Maybe. Maybe even a a little pumped. Whoa, now, Autumn. Now, if you're going to be throwing words like pumped out, I can't listen. I might be getting a little fired up. <gasps> <laughs> yes, he's trying to raise morale uh, for the team before the night starts, bringing up the fact that one of the major toys that's supposed to be featured for Black Friday, unfortunately, has been discontinued because of various reasons. Yeah, and why do they keep bringing it up in this ding-dang movie? Was um, it supposed to be funny? Uh, because, Autumn, they spent a lot of money on the voice actor. <gasps> the voice it? of the teddy bear is Seth Green. <gasps> <laughs> Are you freaking kidding yeah, me? That's right. I sat on that the whole oh movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> So not only did I sit through this movie and not realize that it was Devasawa. Yeah, that's right. But I also didn't realize that that Ding Ding Bear was Seth Green as well. Now, I didn't mind the bear because the fact that it's such a bizarre. You know, it was a bizarre <laughs> it's um, like divorced, thing to keep bringing yeah, up. It's like divorced dad, the, the teddy bear. Yeah. Like, well, uh, my family doesn't love me. Maybe you kids can love me and be my family. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would buy that bear in real life. <laughs> yeah. If it was available. But yeah, I would want that teddy bear. Uh, also, he, in the in the meeting, he's uh, he he does end up mentioning. Now, is this the other plot hole, Autumn? Mm-hmm. That in the in this meeting, because I have it in my notes, he uh-huh. brings up that there is not going to be a uh, holiday bonus. 
Yeah, he does. And that's a he plot does. point later on in the film. And everybody's like, wow, I can't yeah. believe I got to work tonight. And, yeah. not, and there's not even going to be any payout. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why Ken is kind of extra like, I don't give a fuck about this job. Yeah. Do we want to talk about character dynamic real quick? As like, well, like, Because as of right now with the character Ken, mm-hmm. he has that... I've been doing this for too long. I don't give a shit about what uh, I don't give a shit about all this stuff. Right. I'm just going through the motions kind of mentality. Yeah. But from scene to scene, we end up having examples of him. This isn't my first rodeo, but let me show you the ropes, kid. Like is is also his mentality. Um, So do you think it's. I don't know. I have kind of been in that position where I'm like, I do not care about this job, but I will make sure that the next on. generation is ready for this job. Yes. Fair enough. I was like that towards the end of my retail run. <laughs> so yeah, no, I did not Yo, question that side of his character Choking at all. back the tears as I am uh, introducing myself to day one employees going, oh no, you know, once you get the hang of it, it just, the, the time just goes right on by, which isn't a lie. just in a soul crushing way is where you lose a lot of time but yeah so i understood that side of his character it was i don't know i just maybe dialogue wasn't the best in this movie okay is what it was i don't know yeah chris ends up getting put on to register by the shift lead uh brian and uh, it's just like, I don't, you know, I don't really work register. And Brian was like, well, you're going to have to do it. Hmm. Yep, they're short staffed, there's even though staff. it looks like the, there's way more people on staff than ever there ever was when I was working Black Friday. I want to tell you right now, my last Black Friday in 2019, um, there was like five of us. In a huge JCPenney, yes. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, no, there was plenty of people that (laughs) he didn't need to be on register. one room toy store had, like, because we we named all those characters. Yeah. But there was, like, dozens of other, like, employees in the background. There was, like, stalkers and and such. So they had Mm. way more people there than what they're acting like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Ken finds out that he is on training duty yep. for the new kid Emmett. Yeah. Which that's not surprising putting a new person on for Black Friday. Yeah, that's right? typical. <laughs> what what it was, Autumn, was probably <laughs> corporate just like you guys gotta be tight on your uh on your money, so wait until the last second to hire your holiday help and then you can let them go the week after. <laughs> right and it's okay because they're still in their training period so you don't have to even give them unemployment i know how that shit works <laughs> yes the the crowd is finally let in and a couple of these customers don't look like they're feeling too good oh no and my god though as the customers are coming in i kept getting jump scared Oh, yeah. Because for some reason, this toy store has multiple shelves of just nutcrackers. Yeah, yeah. Right there at the entrance. I did not like that. I thought I was going to have to keep seeing nutcrackers (laughs) in this damn movie, and it was going to be the scariest movie I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah. But no, it was just this one scene. (laughs) Yeah. 
Chris is having a hard time with the register. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already got a Karen in front of him. Oh, yeah. The register is sticky. It's not yeah. letting him log in. Mm-hmm. And Brian comes up and switches off his cash register, making the Karen really angry. And yeah. stor- she storms off. But Brian's just like, you know what? I got an even better job for you. Somebody vomited. Yeah. And you're going to go clean it up, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Chris is just like, I don't really feel comfortable with cleaning that stuff up. And he's just like, well, I thought you loved working the floor and uh taking care of messes is a part of the floor isn't it Hmm. and when he gets up to this vomit pile it is obviously not vomit yeah 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 it is very clearly like yeah it is it's more of that doo-doo caca yeah 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 (laughs) and viscera yes word i don't use often uh He's almost like there's not a whole lot of mystery about the situation because as soon as he sees it, that's when some asshole, you know, uh, infected customer comes up and starts attacking him. And then like he throws over like one of those big things that keeps the big inflated balls Mm -hmm. on top of that guy. And then another customer comes up and attacks him and he defends himself with like a like power wheel. Yeah, um, in this moment, Archie finds him, and somehow in the shuffle, it's led to believe that Chris was attacking the customer, and so ultimately Chris gets tied up in the back by Brian and the gang, Mm -hmm. and the store decides to shut down early for the night. Yeah. So as Ken and Emmett are trying to get people out, Emmett comes across a customer, Mm -hmm. and you know, it's like, hey, ma'am, you you know, we're we're leaving early for the night. Yeah, yeah. Come back in a couple hours and we'll reopen. You know, I'm surprised they didn't throw in a uh, a line about we're going to give an additional discount or or autumn. Mm-hmm. I'm very surprised that they he didn't hand her an inconvenience co- uh, coupon yep. or a rain check or a rain check. Some places do still do it or a, a gift card uh-huh. uh, to give them hush money. Anywho, so. Brian is there threatening Chris with the police coming to get him because Mm -hmm. he was attacking a customer. Yeah, everybody just starts arguing amongst themselves, not just about, like, you know, uh, the Chris situation, but also Uh about, like, what are they going to do about the customers? Because there's still customers in the store that aren't leaving. Yeah, and and, uh, Archie's kind of like, I don't know. I think I need to investigate because that didn't look right out there. Uh, meanwhile, Jonathan comes down and he's like, what's what's going on? Why are we closing the store early? It's yeah. only an hour into Black Friday. Yeah. We've got a lot of money to make. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. And he just keeps quoting corporate this, corporate that. And they're just like, oh, well, this happened. And they, they explain the situation. And he's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. we don't need to call the cops. And, and it's just... It, it's escalating as they're kind of just arguing amongst themselves, which is typical mm-hmm. Black Friday fair. And then, outside of the storage room, Emmett does get attacked by the lady he was trying to get out. And Mm -hmm. Ken runs to the back to let everybody know, hey, there's something weird going on out there. Mm -hmm. And Chris is like, I know, there's something out there. I'm trying to tell them that something attacked me. Yeah, yeah. Anita, though, we haven't really mentioned Anita in a while. And, I mean, that's for a good reason, because she sucks. Yeah. But um, she's coming up going, oh, don't worry about all that. We need to make this green Friday. That's right. Yes. Uh, worth it for the company. And we just need to get back out there. Yeah. Yeah. She also starts reprimanding Ken and Chris for 
you know, just being shitty at their jobs and such. And they call her out on her mindset going, really? You're caring more about the company right now than Mm -hmm. our own lives? Yeah, yeah. Emmett starts having uh, a seizure and Ken runs up to him to check on him. And and he's got like the classic horror movie blue foam is coming out of his mouth. (laughs) Yeah. and I did enjoy that little... Mm -hmm. Nod yeah. to some other movies. <laughs> uh, Anita puts uh, pushes Ken out of the way and is checking on Emmett, and that's when the proboscis. Well, yeah, you use some it, technical term like based, that. It's based off an of actual creature's tongue, but I can't remember what it's called. It's like some sort of like a little worm thing that mm. has this tongue that comes out and dissolves its uh, prey. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Neat. Well. Um, uh, but Emmett yeah. does that yes. <laughs> <laughs> to her and everybody's just like, holy poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, she's down for the count, obviously. And this whole time, Brian's been trying to call the cops to get them to come and get Chris. Yeah. And he finally gets a hold of someone at the station and they're just like, do not go outside of your building. Do not let anything in. Yeah. Whatever you do, just stay put and protect yourself. Yeah, you and uh, and don't let them build anything. Right. Yeah. yeah, I forgot that they actually said that. Yeah. Uh, the team start to kind of make a plan on what they're going to do. And Chris finally gets cut loose by, uh, <laughs> by Archie. Yeah, they have a little fight about oh should we stay here or mm-hmm. should we go out are we better off getting out of this building and so from that they decide to kind of split into two teams yeah one team though has to go close the back door that yeah that was left open that was left open hmm. <laughs> uh just so more creatures aren't coming in while yeah. they kind of make a better game plan yeah. i guess while that team is doing that we have the other team, which is Ruth, the old lady co-worker, mm-hmm. Marnie, Jonathan, and Ken. Yeah. The boys go to the bathroom. The girls are watching to make sure that that door gets closed on the cameras. And mm-hmm. Ruth is just like, wow, that Ken boy. Why, why don't you date that hot sack of man meat? Yeah. And Marnie's just like, oh, we're just friends. It's, it's uh, n- Nothing's happening there. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Brian... Archie and Chris uh, are out in the store and Archie is making quick work of the infected. You know, he uses nail gun to, to kill one and, and, you know, use it to kill another one. And they, you know, they make it back to uh, the back door and close it. All right. So podcast Magoria magic this podcast Magoria magic this. Because, Let's take care of the bathroom stuff. Yeah. The boys are in the bathroom. They find out they aren't alone. Mm-hmm. It's the trucker from earlier. Yeah. Aha. Yeah, he, he's been in there a while. Yes, yeah. And it turns out because he was transforming into one of these creatures mm-hmm. um, and instantly attacks Ken. Yeah. Uh, luckily, uh, Jonathan tosses him uh, a broken bottle of hooch that Ken was trying to sneak out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and Ken makes quick work of the of the trucker. Well, you know, if you just stab him in the neck, you don't even have to kill him in the brain or nothing. Just a quick jab to the neck and, and takes care of business. Easy peasy. That's right. And Marnie, since they were watching the security camera for the door, she sees that the shoppers are kind of acting strange. She's mm-hmm. not really sure what they're doing. So 
She tells Ruth to stay there and she goes to investigate and she finds that these creatures are in fact building something. Yeah, yeah. They're they're building a how would you describe this, James? A uh, big amorphous big big sack. I would describe it as a big throbbing glowing prolapse. Yep. Yep, that's absorbing the that's shoppers. That's absorbing the shoppers, yeah. As, it co- as they come up to it, yes. Exactly how that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so kind of gross. Yeah. Um, but the gang all end up meeting again on mm-hmm. the shopping floor. Yeah. And, oh boy, uh, Ken's just like, oh, I'm not going to you know, die here. I'm going to get my bonus and I'm going to get out of here. And him and Archie bust open the drawer that's supposed to have the bonuses in it. Now, wait a minute. Yeah, why would it be in the cash register, first of all? Mm -hmm. Second of all, you wouldn't be getting it Black Friday night. That's for third. Third of all. (laughs) That's for sure. And third of all, the fact of the matter is, is it was already announced. He said there was not going to be any bonuses. And and Jonathan and Brian are acting like this was supposed to be a secret, even though it was stated in the fucking meeting. So I don't know why everybody's acting like a surprise all of a sudden. Well, and he also says, you know, I did say no bonuses, but apparently there's also going to be some layoffs. Too. Yeah, that was a little that was also that, a little secret a between sub- him and, and uh, Brian. But that was a big surprise to everybody. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so then everybody's uh, morale goes down. And um, like, honestly, another plot point that probably really didn't need it. Didn't need it. Yep. Because it doesn't seem like there's that much, like, workers' tension besides maybe between Ken and the rest of them, maybe? While they're having their, their, this big moment to them uh, revealed, Ruth is just over by the window singing to herself, and uh, Marnie's just like, hey, Ruth, you might want to get away from there. It's not safe. And she sees a police car, and she's like, oh, the police are here. And then the police car comes crashing through the window and uh, kills Ruth. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor little Ruth. Yep. This lets in more of the infected, and so a big old chase happens where everybody's running around. Chris is saved by Archie a few times. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, he. we seem to think that he can make quick work of these creatures. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, though, we come, to, yeah, we come to find out that he is not as immortal as we thought yeah. he could be. Thought he was going to be the big hero. I thought he was going to be the big, big hero, and then Chris was going to end up, like, ultimately saving the day by accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah by and, tipping over a big thing of uh, of hand gel. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then Archie would be like, "See, boy, you are management material." Yeah, yeah, some bullshit like <laughs> Something, that. Something I yeah. don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, Archie is killed pretty quick. Um, yeah. doesn't even come back as a creature. No, because all of his guts fall out. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is sneaking around Ends up getting chased by another one of the infected into the well, stock. It, it's Emmett. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Emmett, who's now transformed a little bit more freakish than he was yeah. originally. Yeah, but as he as he makes his way to the back, like, Marnie makes quick work of him by bludgeoning him to yeah. death. But Jonathan keeps reminding them all, hey, I want to keep going. You yeah, know, they're never know. they're never really dead. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's almost as if he knows something. <laughs> it's almost like he knows. 
Marnie looks around at everybody and goes, nothing, uh, you know, nothing can get worse. And then the lights go out and Jonathan's just like, anyone else think that's funny? <laughs> <laughs> the gang reminisce around as much glowing objects as they could find in yeah. the back there. You know, they're just kind of going over their years with the toy store and mm-hmm. how they never thought I would get to this. Chris, yeah. of course, is the most disenchanted because I think he's the youngest on the crew. Mm-hmm. Didn't really even want to be at work in the first place. Yeah. He, you know, he kind of talks about how when he first got this job, he was so happy because it was the place that he always begged to go to as a child. Yeah. And when he got the job, his dad just said, well, welcome to corporate hell. Mm-hmm. You're going to oh, yeah. be sad now. You know. Yeah. And then Jonathan pipes up and is just like, oh. Well, you know, I when I started uh, with this company, I, I, I joined the, uh, the team because I was lonely. And and plus, also, I got the opportunity to be a manager where, you know, jerks had to listen to me and and uh, <laughs> and girls had to uh, laugh at my corny jokes. And it's just like, God, you're such a lame ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, this ends up, though, this kind of you know mildly sweet moment ends up dissolving because eventually it comes around to Ken and it everyone starts kind of like Chris ends up kind of tearing into Ken. Well, yeah, because they're having a nice little moment Mm -hmm. of Marnie finds some turkey in the refrigerator and starts passing it out. She's like, might as well. This will be our last Thanksgiving dinner. And that's when Ken's like, hell, it's not going to be my last Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I've got to see my family. I've got kids. And then Chris is just pretty much like, hey, like, you're a loser. You're working at a toy store. You can't even see your kids and blah, 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 blah. And it was just like this weird back and forth, like father son relationship, which then Chris is like, I'm not one of your kids because you see me more than uh, you would ever see them. Yeah. And And this is when Kim goes, what, do you think I'm a loser? And then there's a big mood shift. Yeah, yeah, it's almost as if a different scene ha- uh, happened. I had to ask James, wait, did I miss something? Yeah, no. Did I miss a couple of lines? Because all of a sudden, Ken runs off and is like, I gotta find a breaker. Yeah, yeah, and Chris and Marnie are right behind them. Helping. Yeah, helping, and as if nothing happened... Didn't, no apologies, no going, geez, you know, okay, well, let's just move past this for right now. Are Ken going, what, you think I'm a loser? <gasps> Wait, I've got it. Yeah. I need to find a breaker. <laughs> I'll show you, loser. Let me save the day. Like anything. Yeah, something. Uh, but instead, it was just like, all of a sudden, they're just all running they're around fine. together. And uh, Marnie's just like, oh, I think I found something better looking at the uh, the truck bay door. Yeah, suddenly everyone is on Ken's side again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they they start to talk about the plan, how we're going to get out to the truck. We're going to get out. It's going to be cool. Jonathan says, you know what, guys? It's been a fun run. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay with the store, though. I'm going down with the ship, baby. That's right. Uh, um, (laughs) This does not last very long because Emmett ends up standing up and going through another transformation. And proving that Jonathan was right, that they're not, they don't always die. Right. Um, Now, the creature design I'd like to talk about. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what it reminded me of. Poultrygeist. 
Thank you. Thank yep. you. Yep. It could almost be the exact same prosthetic. Yeah. That was used in that movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, it was, it was, I had, when I saw really quick, uh, when they were all running around in the store mm-hmm. being chased, there was a quick flash of one of the earlier customers that had obviously been transforming right. and they, and they had that, that, you know, that face. I was like, wait a minute. And then when Emmett transformed, I was mm-hmm. just like, this is the poultrygeist makeup. Like, yeah. did they use the same molds? Mm. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they couldn't have because it had to have been sculpted to the face. But, like, if there wasn't inspiration, yeah. I'd be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe somebody worked on it or something. Because, yeah, it's... And, and again, there's some character design later on in the movie that kind of drives this home. Mm-hmm. They end up fighting you know, infected super Emmett and Ken and, and Emmett are, you know, tussling around and in the shuffle, Ken ends up getting bitten and he tells everybody I've been bit. You guys have to leave me behind. Go save yourselves. I'll just stay here. Oh, he's going to go down with the ship. He's the captain now. That's right. (laughs) Chris apologizes to Ken as they go. And he's just like, no, I'm sorry. And they all run off um, to the loading dock. And Ken is realizing that it's taken him a while to turn. It didn't Mm -hmm. take Emmett too long to turn. Yeah. We need to use podcast Magoria magic here. Absolutely. <laughs> so we might as well start with the truck. Yeah, yeah. Since everybody's going to the truck, mm-hmm. Chris decides that he's going to be the one to drive the truck. Mm-hmm. So he decides to find a way out. And it, there's some more odd dialogue here, yeah. odd choices of why Marnie decided this would be a good time to tell the story about when she let a family steal from the store. Yeah. But, hey, at least Jonathan's proud of her. Yeah, He's yeah. He's like, you did the right thing. Yeah. Because uh, she explains it as a way of, you know, let them steal so that Santa Claus wouldn't die for yeah, the kids and yeah. stuff like that. And I was like, okay. That's cute. You get this moment where you see Jonathan not be a complete corporate tool. Yeah. I guess that was the whole drive of that. Oh, for sure. I guess. Yeah. Chris ends up sneaking out of a hatch from the trailer and gets around to the front of the truck and, of course, gets discovered by uh, Infected. Ah, Yeah. Bercher is the first one to see him. And then Bercher brings his friends. And... Chris is panicking while trying to figure out how to function, how to make this truck run. Because he's pressing every single button in that damn truck. And the thing is, is that, uh, you know, modern day Peter belts and stuff, they got a lot than, you know, it's it's more than just ignition and clutch. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So... He just gives up on that idea, goes mm-hmm. back into the trailer and's like, guys, I can't drive this. We've got to go back inside. We got to find another way. Yeah. And the trailer is getting um, attacked by all of the the uh, you know creatures outside. Now we can go ahead and go back to Ken. While all yeah. this was going on, uh, Ken is sitting there next to his uh, his dour Dennis teddy bear. You know, talking about <laughs> never being loved and all that, which then Dower Dennis uh, ends up malfunctioning even more so, starts sparking. So Ken throws him onto a pile of boxes and that catches fire. And hey, 
it's that super Karen from earlier, but now yep. she's super ultra uh, mega Megan Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because she's turned. She's like five stages above Emmett was. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. She's even more. She's like if you mix Henrietta from Evil Dead mm-hmm. with um, the mom from Dead Alive mm-hmm. and some sort of super mega chicken from Poultry Guys. And the barbarian lady. Yeah, yeah. If you put them all together. Yeah. That's what you would get. Some sort of well, big turkey lady. Yeah, yeah. With, with titties flapping. Titties flapping. Yeah. He also forgot to mention, though, that before that, Mm -hmm. he had found out that... Oh, yeah. He didn't get bitten. Yes. Yeah. Somehow he figures out, and I still don't quite understand this. I don't quite understand this. Uh, But he finds a little bit of fabric or whatever and finds the piece of his arm that was missing and, and goes, oh, Brian. And just like... How did he figure that out? And like you can't see it very well. Um, the 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 piece of flesh that he was like holding up to his armhole. Yeah, and, and so it looks I thought like the same size and yeah. shape and everything. So I don't know why he would go because he thought he got bit. So yeah. why would seeing does he <laughs> does he know the uh, what the bite marks of Brian versus Emmett would look like? Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, if anybody has seen this movie out there that can explain to us how he figured this why out, why and how, yeah. because no. us as the audience don't f- like aren't told by Brian until a couple of scenes from now. Spoiler, yeah, yeah right. But I still don't get how that I don't that know worked, either. that yeah. plot device worked. I don't know. Um, so while the Super Karen is is clucking around the stock room. Uh, Ken is also opening up a bunch of air tanks. Like like I think it's like you know like maybe it's a uh, propane or some or oxygen tanks. Yeah, helium maybe. He's trying to blow, blow up the, the place. place. Up. Yeah, which yes. is perfect. <laughs> uh, now we can join the back with the with Team Two or our other three survivors. Uh, they. I mean, I'm sorry, are there four survivors? Uh, they mm-hmm. open up the back of the truck, finally come in, and John's just like, everybody grab, you know, grab the back of my sweater <laughs> and make us make a chain uh, because you guys can't see, but I know this store inside and out. I don't need to see. I can get us out of here and manages to do so. He takes them up to the roof. Which honestly wasn't probably the best idea because well you know if a house um, is on fire you don't go upstairs yeah i don't i never understand why characters go onto the roof when there's disaster happening well this makes it even more like dead alive it does it does uh because they're up there and they realize oh crap the fire's getting worse we're trapped this way we're trapped this way um the big glowing prolapse is growing and growing Yeah, it comes out of like the skylight and then there's a hatch that's starting to open because of all the the infected are trying to get in, which then we get this really, it's a, it's a, I don't know if I would go as far as touching, mm-hmm. but it's a good moment for Jonathan where he finally, he's, he snapped where he's going on this uh, speech about how his feet hurt from all the, you know, standing and how uh-huh. his, his, you know, his ears 
hurt from listening to all these asshole customers. And air supply every day. Yes, yes, air supply every day and, and just like all this stuff. And he does this big speech and he um, calls them his family and he opens up the hatch and uh, and says, attention all shoppers, Black Friday is over and jumps down in. I guess it was to distract them so they wouldn't come up the shoot yeah, to, yeah. to kill the rest of them. I thought we'd eventually maybe see him as right. one of the mutant shoppers, yeah. but nah, nope. unfortunately not. No, that's that's the last time we see him. Yep. Poor Jonathan. That's right. <laughs> Brian finds this the perfect moment to reveal that he did, in fact, bite Ken to sabotage him. His excuse is that Ken was a bad worker. Mm-hmm. And, and an alcoholic. An alcoholic. Oh. And would you really want him to survive? And just like fuck you how about that which yeah. is exactly what they say um <laughs> yeah him and marnie start fighting and chris is just like we gotta stop we gotta stop and he's looking at the glowing prolapse and we just kind of see marnie and brian fall off the roof while yeah. they're fighting yeah uh he looks over the edge and it turns out they fell into uh the dumpster and they're telling him to go down there, and we get a little bit of his character uh, finally coming to play, where he's like, oh, it's gross down there. Ew, it's wet, garbage, yeah. gross. He ends up falling down in there anyway. Perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they leave Brian behind in the dumpster as they run off to the parking lot. However, Brian catches up easily, and um, they're trying to find a car unlocked to get into to get the fuck out of there. Brian decides he's going to step up and use his managerial skills to mm-hmm. talk to, aha, a huge development. That's right, folks. The prolapse has transformed into a humongous creature of some sorts that has like customer faces on one side, but inexplicably the other side of it is a big like turkey face with a, with like a turkey wing. Yeah. I yeah. don't understand. I wonder if that's where they they were kind of going for bird with the yeah. alien design and that's how it ended up accidentally yeah. being poultry Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, it's like a super mega ultra Karen mm-hmm. except for I can't Marty calls it like a mama fucking Kong or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. She says something really weird and It I... was supposed to be the line they were going to use in the trailer, but oh, uh but didn't <laughs> really? <laughs> but, but didn't go so well. That was I, the one take. Because I try to find the quote yeah. online to try to see what she actually says, and I, no luck. Yeah, so oh well. So if you know what she says, <laughs> let me know that too. Yeah, right. Unfortunately, Brian overestimated his customer service skills because he's quickly brushed aside. <laughs> he is flicked across the parking lot, yeah. essentially. <laughs> um, Ken ends up running out of the front of the store. Hey, he's still alive. Good deal. Yeah. And they all apologize to each other yeah. again in this moment. Well, it's good that even... you get that out of the way. Well, they already did it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not like anybody's paying attention to the script. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They end up coming up with a plan that... Okay, we got another messy one. Chris says, I'm going to go distract the creature. Yeah. And then Ken ends up distracting the creature and then is surprised by uh, Chris getting into a forklift. He's like, oh, no, don't do it. And like Chris is going to have like his big like 
sacrificing myself moment because we haven't had yeah. enough of those yet. Yeah, right. And so what ends up happening is the giant creature ends up using its tongue thing. It gets stuck to the forklift. Chris uses basically the forklift uh, to stab the the mighty beast, mm-hmm. uh, taking it down. Okay. <laughs> I think I remember one rule from yeah. earlier, but go on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they hop into Ken's vehicle, and Ken's just like, I know my family's safe because I got a text from them. The kids are at a safe house, but we got one last stop before we go uh, there, and that is to get pancakes. Where the hell are they going to get pancakes with all this chaos going <laughs> on? Waffle House. Oh, you know what? You're right. Waffle House <laughs> probably would still be yeah, open. It would be very right. open. Uh, <laughs> this is just another um, night at Waffle House. <laughs> well, as they're driving away, they see the new Waffle House worker. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Which is the, the super mega ultra Karen beast is which, back up. Yeah, which I also was like, I wasn't sure if it, the only reason why I thought that it was the original one was because you can see that there's fire glow. Uh-huh. But I also wasn't sure if maybe it was a different one yeah based off of the phone call they had earlier where they said don't let it build anything yeah so how many are there you know what james this script (laughs) it's got so many silly little inconsistencies and just weirdness about it who knows yeah the end oh dearie me Okay, yeah. so there are some charming moments in this movie. Very charming. As I said, I'd probably watch it at least for Bruce Campbell's yeah. performance. Watch it so you can also be like, that's Devin? Yeah. And also just overall, like, maybe some folks can interpret this movie differently because the character yeah. drive is so strange in this movie. Not it only is. because of like the stuff I mentioned earlier and I still kind of feel like, but also the scenes don't really follow each other very well. No, there's so many things that just kind of get dropped or yeah. just completely ignored. I don't understand um, the creature design. Creature design. I don't understand. I, I, I think it could be better. I I honestly think they were, since Shin Godzilla was a little popular at the time, yeah. I think that they might have had a little inspiration from that because it honestly reminds me a little bit of that. See, my my I guess, so what I was trying to figure out and what I think I've equated it to now is it's kind of like the giant ultimate monster at the end of the thing. Yeah. Where it takes on the the qualities of everybody that it has absorbed. Yeah. And that's what we get, but enormous. And the only thing I can figure as far as why the fuck it looks like half a turkey Mm -hmm. is because of Marnie handing out the slices of turkey meat, uh, the deli turkey meat. And Mm. it took that turkey DNA from absorbing (laughs) it's the only thing that makes sense i feel like they would have shown it like gooping over the turkey if they wanted something like that a nod like that because i don't like i truly don't understand the character like the creature design i I don't it's confusing i don't understand that aspect also Um, it doesn't make sense for it to to have like it has this like it's all twisted and all that stuff but it's also you know 15 stories tall well as i said it was Definitely inspired by Shin Godzilla. 
Mm. Like it just the way that it's all ribbed looking and sure. stuff. Like and it it's absorbing yeah. like people I and is... I if that if it would have been giant and had tiny faces uh-huh. That would have made more sense to me, but, be, but oh, because but no, it's, they're huge faces. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like all on the side of it. I know, I know. That's a silly um, thing for me to get hung up on. Yeah, I mean, look at society. All those faces are different shapes. But it establishes that that they morph and such. Okay, so okay. that's a, that's a there's well, I mean, an established concept. This there. is an alien creature, though it could morph and stretch people's faces into a turkey. Into a turkey. Oh boy! All right, folks. If for whatever reason you want to watch this movie, uh, at the very least to support poor Br- uh, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> 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 it is uh, available, and I can't believe this. It is currently uh, an exclusive to Crackle, the home yeah. of Joe Dirt 2. Oof. <laughs> it was originally uh, streaming on Stars, and I think Shudder had I, it. I know it was on a couple of different and places, and when we tried to watch it, we're like, wait a second. I was like, please don't make me have to buy this movie. And then, and then yeah. Crackle saved the day, <laughs> which is words I never thought I'd say. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Crackle. It is, it is very fascinating to me that there's so many people on the internet, especially this year, that are like, you absolutely have to watch this movie. Yeah. This is like one of the best Thanksgiving movies ever. It's, no. And I mean, it's not the worst. It's not the worst, but Thanksgiving I... Thanksgiving 3 is the worst. Thanks. I don't know. I honestly had more fun watching Thanks Killing Three. Okay. There there were points of this that I was like, Okay, how long is this damn movie? We're gonna have to rewatch Thanks Killing Three right when we get done recording <laughs> this episode. We're putting uh your turkey where your mouth is. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, go back and listen to the Thanks Killing Three episode. <sighs> Oh, it's whoa. been too long now. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, see, you, you you have become like the pe- very people that are talking about this movie, whereas it's like, oh, no, like two years went by and suddenly I think this is a great film. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there are a lot of um, similarities between this movie and a lot of other films. Um, mm-hmm. I was kind of comparing it to Intruder. Yeah. It definitely also had that vibe just because it was in the one location in yeah. the toy store the whole time and people were having to sneak around mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, I don't know. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. I think it is worth a watch. Uh, at the very least, you can make fun of it pretty the special, hard. special, like, the practical effects are pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that is something I absolutely loved about mm-hmm. it. It is, it is, I think, all practical effects because even the mm-hmm. giant monster is clearly someone in a rubber suit. Yeah, the only... Uh, I, Part that I don't think is a practical effect, of course, is it coming through, like, the the prolapse coming through the roof. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's very obviously computer-generated. There was some smoke. There was some smoke that was very, like, because it was that on top of the frame. Yeah. You know, it was like, ugh, get out of here. I mean, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. Watch it. Yeah. Just for a little bit of fun. Yeah, I think it was better than Pilgrim. Oh my God! Yes, I would never watch Pilgrim again. Yeah, that That's movie was a sure. chore. That was a hard one That's to watch. True. Yikes! Ugh. It's been a whole Ooh. year, and we, I still think about like I, I was thinking about that movie the other day. I was just like, "Fuck that!" Movie. I just think Ugh. about how bored I was with yeah. that movie. So. <laughs> that was a hard one to record. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, that brings us to the end. This episode of Podcast Magoria.
our next episode. We're getting back to it, folks. It's that time of year again. Ooh, the winter brings in darkness. The winter brings in spooks and specters and traditions of ghost stories. So we are revisiting and going into a deeper dive for the ultimate Christmas ghost story. That's right, kitties. We will be discussing A Christmas Carol. <laughs> and all the things that come with that <laughs> which is a ton yeah i'm looking at you mr magoo <laughs> so tune in next time for that until next time if you find yourself in retail hell going through the motion stocking shelves or maybe you're on the other side of it uh, clutching in one fist your hard-earned dollars and clutching in the other fist another customer's hair <laughs> dragging them away from your prized air fryer be sure that you check online for better deals <laughs> <laughs> sometimes black friday is not the best sale you can get all year and most importantly you <laughs> remember to stay spooky scree 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 look at all these deals Don't be tricked by the rebate. Bye. You've been listening to Podcast Magoria with Autumn and James, starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis, produced by Taryn Westphal, with music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for posts related to Podcast Magoria Productions. And as always, stay spooky.